Misguided Astrology Podcast, the podcast dedicated to misguiding you. I'm your host, Katie, and this is your horoscope for this week, November 13th through November 19th, 2023. Welcome back to the podcast where I don't know you, but it might seem like I do because I am sharing musings that are based upon the sun and the moon and the planets and shit. Every week I do a little sky spying and then I report back so that you can know what the fuck is going on around here. The astrology is sound, but my guidance may not be, and that is totally up to you. Okay, quick housekeeping. Special thanks to Kimberly and Megan. Thank you. Thank you both, thank you for the rating and for the shout out, and here a little gentle reminder for all of you other listeners who haven't reviewed yet, you can, you should, and if you do, I will send you a 24-page in-depth birth chart report. So please review Misguided Astrology wherever you stream your pods, or tag us in a shout out on social media, and then reach out and tell me so that I know where to send your report. Just email your birth. Deets. Birth, date, time, and location. Yes, those deets to misguidedastrology at gmail.com. And Emily. <sighs> Paging Emily D. I still have a birth chart report for you. No worries. It is here whenever you clean up some space in your iCloud. I know how intimidating that is. I am living the horror myself. But don't you dare pay them for more storage space. I swear to God. Go and get an external hard drive or a fancy thumb drive and move your pics and videos over onto that and avoid giving this mega corporation any more of your money. And yeah, I... Does it mean that you're probably going to order an external off Amazon, an arguably worse mega corporation because they have the best prices? Maybe. <laughs> Damn, we're all fucked. And the time has come, the walrus said, for sinistry reports. <laughs> a sinistry report is a relationship report. It is the compatibility of two people, their strengths and weaknesses together. It is a very informative 20-ish pages, so check it out at misguidedastrology.com slash shop. Link in the show notes. Also in the show notes, the discount code for $5 off, and that discount code is available for a limited time already. Okay, that's all my notes. And so on that note, let me hurry up and shut up so that I can keep talking because this is your weekly horoscope. Monday. Hold on tight, everyone. Buckle up for safety, mother- These waters are choppy. I feel a woozy yeah. Hold it. Hold it. Keep holding. Now let go. Forget everything I just said. Splash. Holding on tight is actually highly antithetical to the astrology here, although it may be your instinct when things get chaotic, but attempting to control what happens is a bit of a moot point when Uranus is opposing the Scorpio new moon. 
Yes, change is in the air. As regular listeners know, new moons indicate new beginnings, and with this Uranian influence, these beginnings are shaken, not stirred. A martini, shaken, not stirred. Who's your favorite James Bond? Wait, don't tell me. I can't hear you. But mine is Sean Connery. Thank you for asking. Mr. Connery! Anyways, this is riding on the heels of the Mars-Uranus opposition, which is the kind of astro that will remind you to appreciate each decision that you are able to make of your own volition. Martian influence accompanying this new moon implies that we must be decisive and begin anew not necessarily because we want to or chose to, but because we're forced to. Perhaps we have no other option. It is a pivot made due to antagonal forces. Don't make me do it. Oh my god, crisis! How fun! <laughs> I am playing up the drama a little bit. This could be messy or irritating or upsetting or feisty, but could also be that we're just motivated to innovate. We are seeking to do something different than it's ever been done before. And maybe, because Mars is the planet of sex, maybe we're just feeling weird and sexy, but weird because we feel so sexy. So, so, so sexy. Oh, Anyways, let's dive a little deeper so that we know what themes you should be anticipating. Taurus, this is a new moon, so new beginnings in your seventh house of partnership. So it could be a new chapter in a relationship. It could be a new beginning for someone that, who is important to you, a best friend or romantic partner or a business partner or... or Bardor, um, or someone that you seek advice from. This is highlighting one-on-one -on -one relationships, one-on-one -on -one situational dynamics, important conversations or happenings to someone in particular in your life. Um, and th there's a lot of transformation happening in this seventh house this week. A renewed vigor is coming later in the week. So if you're feeling a little down earlier in the week, don't worry about it. The energy is coming back up later on when it comes to your partnerships. Um, you might have to be there for someone. It might be a hard time for a relationship that you're in, but things do become a little more clear by the end of the week. And this seventh house will be rejuvenated then. Tuesday. The moon finds Mercury in Sagittarius. Today, information is processing. Struggling to process might be more like it, but, you know, since Mercury isn't Sag, it may take the file a while to download, but the data will find its way to where it needs to be eventually, and especially in time for Wednesday, when Mercury sextiles Venus. So cute. A transit of easy conversations and good moods, a lighthearted reprieve. It is a fine and Flirty time. Hi. Friday. And now the second of this week's showstopper transits. It's today's Mars Kazemi. <laughs> what a cacophony of chaos. Regular listeners may be familiar enough with Kazemis to know that this means Mars will be entering the heart of the sun which is a unique astrological moment, especially when it's a Mars Kazemi, because this 
only happens once every two years. It is one of the least frequent types of Kazemi, and we haven't seen a Mars Kazemi in its home sign of Scorpio in decades. So I'm anticipating this transit to hit in a potent way. Mars is the planet of energy. Hey! Do you want to feel so energetic? And for the last few weeks leading up to this Kazemi, Mars has been combust, which indicates lower energy levels for all of us mm. and a feeling of being a little flat, especially for Scorpio placements and people in Mars perfections. So, you know, generally these last few weeks, you may have noticed motivation is hard to come by. Has anybody seen my will to live? But not this Friday. At the lower end of the impactfulness scale of this transit, it feels like caffeination. And at the upper end, it's full-on adrenaline. And sometimes adrenaline is fun. And sometimes it is not so fun. Hey, look everybody, Billy peed his pants. With Mars, it could go either way. It is the lesser malefic planet, so Martian influence isn't always a party. It can indicate harmful action or uncomfortable disturbance. But seeing as this Kazemi does trine Neptune, it looks as if whatever action we do take today is motivated by a cause that is attached to something greater than ourselves. We've got an understanding. We're on a mission from God. It may or may not be a spiritual or religious thing in nature, but there is a greater ideal to be achieved with this very special astro weather. It is time to find courage and to be brave and to stop being a little fucking bitch. Alrighty, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Misguided Astrology Podcast. I will see you next Monday. Mwah. Don't stomp your little last season Prada shoes at me, honey. <laughs> <laughs>